Ladies and gentlemen, good Thursday to you and welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. You are joining Shay, that's me, and Angela, that's her. And together we are Homemaker Chic, joining up with homemakers all around the world. We join up with people who have a ton of kids and people who have no kids and people who live in New York City and a studio, (laughs) people who live in Alaska. And I mean, it's so beautiful to see all this community come together, so many different paths to the same goal, which is creating and making and cultivating a home for people to Mm. enjoy. So welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. Welcome, welcome. We're talking entertainment today, and I felt like that was a pretty epic intro. Oh yeah, I like I heard like the 20th Century Fox exactly. music in my head the whole time you exactly. did it. Just like had those red carpet vibes. <laughs> That's what I was going for. <laughs> oh my! How gosh, are you today, my funny. friend? Um, I'm happy it's Thursday. Okay. Yes. Like another homeschool week in the books. Yep. And we're tossing around this conversation of taking a week off. Okay. For farm life, we need oh to we gosh. need to build a woodshed. <laughs> I know the. <laughs> The cow is going to get butchered. We need to build a woodshed. Not uh, fern. lumber on the wood. Not fern, you guys. Not, not fern. Not fern, everyone. Don't worry. Jeez. Uh, we, the lumber is uh, on its way uh, tomorrow to f- wrap the garden around the back of the house, build some raised beds in the back. The topsoil has been delivered. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot. So I have, like, some kids that are down for it and other kids... I think they're all down for it, but then they panic. Oh, then we'd get behind. Like, well, that's why the Lord made February. (laughs) The worst month on the calendar. (laughs) There's nothing to do. Like when it gets dark at 2.30, there will be plenty of time for homeschool. But you can't dig potatoes in January 10th, on January Mm -hmm. 10th. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah, I uh, feel like I just need to put my foot down and say, this is what we're doing. But then, you know, it's like mutiny on the bounty. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe they can just stay inside and do it and just you have you can do school so long as you can teach yourself because <laughs> mom needs to be outside. I know, but I need manpower, too. Yeah, that's so. true. Um, yeah, I I've, can relate to that very heavily right now. We just brought our right? sheep back on Monday to the farm. So we keep three breeding ewes, one ram, and then we raise lambs each year for mm-hmm. for slaughter. So we have five this year that will be butchered. We lost one actually a couple weeks ago, sadly. So we have five and butchering five lambs is a ton of work. (laughs) And we've gotten better at it over the years, but it's still a lot of work. Uh, All the wrapping and the cutting all the pieces of meat. I mean, it's just, we've got potatoes to dig. We've got ducks to butcher. Um, It's a lot. Did you get another round of ducks a while back? We actually had a bunch of our Khaki Campbell ducks go broody, and they hatched out a bunch of ducklings. And I love ducks, but you don't need that many. No. Especially because they're- Especially not over winter. Very loud. They're They're very bossy. They're very messy. I love having a couple ducks because I enjoy Mm -hmm. their presence. But when you have too many, they tend to really bully the chickens. And I like- I told you guys a couple weeks ago, we built our new chicken coop and I was going to like rain tyranny down over my chickens. How's it going? And it's going very well. The only chi- I have three hens that are eluding me and I'm giving them like a couple more days for me to get an opportunity to catch them before they die. This is it. I'm not I am not <laughs> messing around and we are going to be we're going to be eating a lot of rooster <laughs> because we have a bunch of roosters to butcher. So, yay, free range chickens, man. So, you know, okay. it, we just, we have a lot of, we have a lot of like plucking and skinning to do. And I know that sounds gross, but it's, this is, this is my life. This is what. Tis, tis the season, right? Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to have to get one of those plucker things. I don't have time to build one. I know you can build one like out of an old washing machine or something. I'll just, no thanks. Yep. Maybe I'll buy one and rent it out on Facebook Marketplace. Oh my gosh. There or you something. Go. There you go. Uh, okay. So yes. let's, let's okay. Um, do what we need to do. Let's thank uh, Heartfelt Thanks yes. to our sponsor uh, of season eight, American Blossom Linens. As I said on Monday, I had washed my sheets and they were on the line mm-hmm. and I've been sleeping fabulous as usual. Um, I do collect, I am an avid collector of vintage textiles. I love vintage textiles. I have quilts and 
tapestries and linens and hankies and all manner of stuff I'll never use. I just enjoy looking at it. And that's why I love my American Blossom Linens sheets because they're like modern vintage and I use them and they mm-hmm. are they withstand the washing machine and the kids jumping on the bed and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. So thanks so much to American Blossom. Friends, please invest once. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the uh, exclusive code that we are offering you, HomemakerChic20, for 20% off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to sneeze, so you Okay. Talk. I was just thinking, I think I oh. talked about this on the podcast, but I can't remember if it was in my head because this is the stage of life I'm in. I can't remember if things are dreams or if things like <laughs> – I feel every friend I talk to, I'm like, have I already told you this? Very feeling. Oh my gosh, Shay. I hate I that. I hate it. It makes me feel very incompetent. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I heard a story. Again, were we talking about this? And it was a, I believe she was a German woman and she was buying something and she's like, oh, we're, oh, I know what it was. It was that dang YouTube video that you sent me of the guys? Oh, apartment. yeah. We don't have, we can't afford we're to, too to, poor buy to buy cheap we're things. We're too poor to buy cheap things. We're too poor to buy cheap things. Yes, exactly. Yep. Amen to that, sister. And what do you Hold doing? on, interruption. Okay. iPad interruption. Okay. Um, and okay. I that really. Oh, my God. Is there a technology like crisis elf standing there? <laughs> yes. Like, oh, hand me yeah. stuff. Stuart's my technology. Hand me technology. <laughs> Sorry, okay. honey. You dropped it. And that struck a chord. I mean, it's a very, yes, especially, did. you know, you and I have both like literally been too poor, duct taped automobiles mm-hmm. and stuff. So um, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, no, that I, I mean, it's exactly that. It was like uh, buying cheap sheets. Um, I probably bought six to eight pairs of sheets, you know, in the time in the last couple of years. And since buying the American Blossom sheets, I haven't bought any and that was years ago so oh my gosh you used to call me and you're like i'm going to target i can't take it i hate my bed i hate my bedding tell me i shouldn't do yeah. it i'm like what? <laughs> yeah it's true i just keep thinking about that like um we have this ongoing saga with our suburban um this is just part of being an adult um so we're having to get the engine redone and potentially the transmission as well. It's a very expensive thing. But we had to sort of grapple with this. Okay, it's going to cost us, let's say, $9,000 to replace all the things that need to replace. And that's a lot. But after that, we basically have a new car <laughs> because the body of the Suburban is in great shape. Okay? And then you compare that to spending that much money on a car that maybe wasn't even built as well, right? Like. I don't know. I don't really follow mm-hmm. cars that much. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. investing in the right things so that they could actually carry you through. Um, we had this thing in our kitchen, too, where we've gone through like six mini fridges. And finally, I was like, I'm going to source like the best mini fridge that that is made. And I found mm-hmm. it. Sub-Zero, by the way, if you need it. Uh, Sub-Zero, which is like Wolf's brand of refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And they're expensive. We had to save up for it for a long time. And it's beautiful. I mean, it is a beautiful piece of engineering. And we could have saved ourselves a ton of heartache, a ton of waste, and a ton of money if we would have just done that from the beginning. The end. Yep. The end. Everything has its season, though. Yeah. You might not have been in a position to be able to set the money aside at that point. Or even know. Or even know. I mean. No, it's very true. I, yeah, I I really do like nice things and I really do like nice quality. And I just try to like be really pragmatic, like, okay, for this particular category of your life, you are still in the thrift shop, Facebook marketplace stage. But for this category, no, now you get to buy Chanel mascara. Okay. Like I, I kind of like have little compartments Mm -hmm. that each one is, I approach each one different Mm -hmm. or each category rather. So yes. Yeah. I think that's I think that's actually a really helpful way to look at it. Because I don't think I mean I can't across the board just buy nice things. Yeah, no. Too expensive. And nor do I across the board want to just buy the cheapest of the cheap because I like to do the research on where things were made and how people were treated in the process and you know, you try to improve that as you go on and you know you can't fix it all, but yeah, uh I think for me and for our family we definitely have categories of 
how we approach mm-hmm. upgrades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that way of looking at it. And then we all have our priorities and it allows you to have those priorities yeah. and not feel guilty because not everything can be a priority. No, it can't. So that's okay. Yeah. Here we are. All right. Um, on that okay. note, let's cue that wine music. Okay. Because we're going to celebrate. I'm celebrating. Okay. I will tell you in a few minutes. Um, listen to the song because I love it. This is the part of the podcast where we invite you to try, try Dry Farm Wines with us. They will ship you three, six, nine, or 12 bottles a month or more. I mean, you, you really should stock up for the holidays. And what they're going to ship you is organic, biodynamic, naturally yeasted, no added sugars, no added garbage wine from small family farms around the world. Beautiful estates in Italy and Austria and France and Germany. New Zealand, Australia, South Africa. And these wines are really wines you're not probably pretty like 99.9% sure you're not going to find anywhere else. And often these bottles are produced on very small estates, 15 hectares, 7 hectares. It's just incredible. Uh, Shay and I are both family farmers, so we have some deep, heartfelt connection to Dry Farm. We love what they are trying to do with these families, the families that they've partnered with. And we love the wine that ends up on our dinner table. It doesn't leave us with a headache. It doesn't leave us with a wine belly and over-sugared. This is naturally made wine. So Shay loves to call it the sourdough and the kombucha of the wine world. And so we invite you to visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and give it a try. For our first-time customers, you've been listening to the show for weeks or months or years, year and a half, as it were. (laughs) Um, If you haven't uh, tried Dry Farm, you are going to get an extra bottle for a penny. So if you have a party or you have Thanksgiving coming up and you are on a budget, maybe wine is your category where you do budget things, um, then you can know that that extra bottles coming for a penny and you can bring your hostess or your mother or your mother-in-law a mm-hmm. bottle. So visit dryformwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Shay, is there anything else you'd like to say? Oh, on? I was just thinking. Or should I ask you what about you're sipping? About how we or? just talked about prioritizing the money and saying, you know, this is where I choose to invest my money. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we can be honest with ourselves about that. For me, this is like food and wine. I will spend yeah. so much money on food and wine and like I'm still buying my shoes used. Like, right. But I have no problem, you know, spending mucho dinero per pound for like a really good cheese. <laughs> like, silly things like that. Um, yeah, that's part of my enjoyment. I think it is true. Uh, yeah, everybody, you know, some people spend 350 bucks a month on cable or concert tickets. You know, everybody's concert. Yeah, everybody's got their thing. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Okay. Okay, so I am not still not drinking yet. It's not quite that time here for me. So I have pulled okay. one aside, though. What do you have planned tonight? for the weekend? So okay. this is kind of funny because for cooking community, I have to think like six weeks in advance of recipes so that I have time to right. get them off to um, the editor and then we test them again and then they go off to the printer and, you know, and then we have to get everything situated. So I have to like be mm-hmm. thinking ahead, which means that I'm creating Thanksgiving recipes now. So mm-hmm. we're doing like if Shay were to make the Thanksgiving of her, of her dreams like natural food, right? <laughs> like this is yeah. what we would be making. And so anyway, we're eating a lot of Thanksgiving food, which is interesting to do that in the beginning of October. But here we are. So I am making a really beautiful like butternut um butternut squash dressing stuffing some people call it dressing some people call it stuffing Mm -hmm. so we're doing some of that tonight so i have just a very easy drinking red pulled aside to have with our stuffing which is van de swaff did i say that well oh yeah van de swaff the guy in the vineyard okay and it's an old beautiful little watercolor of a man he's just thirsty this is means like thirsty wine of thirst wine of thirst thirst. yeah (laughs) Um, so this is a Loire Valley Red, French, beautiful, 12% alcohol. There's really not much more information on it, just that it comes from the Loire Valley. And this is one I've had this for years now, and I always really enjoy it. It doesn't really ask anything of you. 
And sometimes mm-hmm. I want that. Sometimes I want a wine, well, wine that really challenges me. Or causes you to think. Yeah. And sometimes you just, you don't even want to think. Sometimes you just I don't want to go. think about it. That was good. It. Yeah. And this is that wine for me. It's it's so enjoyable, but it doesn't require anything of me. So that's kind of okay. my go-to in that situation. And since it's the end of the week, I don't want anyone to want anything of me. Not even my wine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the marathon is almost over. We're getting better. I feel like this week was way better than the first four weeks of school have been for <laughs> five weeks. But it's it's great. It's just so thick. Yeah. I just like I just celebrate come Thursday night. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. Um, because f- weekends are for fun, yes, and amusement, and dare I say, entertainment. Okay, and I kind of just want to have a fun girlfriend chat you know, with what little time we have left about entertainment because I just found out that the Bond movie is oh, coming out. Yes. We're going on a date. Stu and I are going on a date to see the Bond movie. It's Daniel Craig's I last cry. one, too. I know. Love My Daniel son tried Craig. to tell me it was the last Bond movie. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. No, James Bond goes on forever. Forever. He lives to die another That's day. That's right. Who's Bond next? Oh, uh, do you have uh, do you have um, opinions on that? I would like it to be Idris like, Elba. Ooh, who's that? <laughs> do I know who that is? Do I need to Google that? Can I type? <laughs> who is that? Type. Go look who that is. Oh my is. gosh, you're making me feel stupid. <laughs> Idris Elba. Don't ask me to spell it. Oh, okay. There he is. Ella Elbin Elbow. (laughs) You should see the Google (laughs) options. Idris Elbow. (laughs) Idris Elba. Do you see him? Yeah, but what has he been in? Uh, Luther. He was in Luther. Okay. He is a tall, tall, beautiful man. Yeah, <laughs> he could be Bond. He should be Bond. In my mind, that's what James Bond looks like. Okay. Who do you think it should be? Okay. Um. Well, there's like old school people like Ewan McGregor, I think, should get a chance to be Bond. They say he's not tall enough. He's not tall um, But come on. They can fake that. Ewan McGregor. Right? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. He's like aged so splendidly. I'd love to see him do that. But is he Bond? It's pretty. I love Mason Ewan McGregor. Like <laughs> I've seen, like, Scottish. I love Ewan <laughs> McGregor. I've seen all of his movies. I'm ashamed to say, don't watch all of them. Uh, <laughs> Did I had, you ever watch in my um, in my youth? Yeah. <laughs> I went on a bender and I watched all of Ewan McGregor's movies. Don't do that. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Bond. I love. Did Bond I see what you were type me? Movies like the the white collar crime kind of stuff. I love it. I find it so entertaining. <sighs> okay. There's another one coming out, and I'm gonna sell out, and I'm just gonna love okay. it. I'm so excited. It's a Netflix movie, and I'm just gonna nerd out. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna play my sellout card. What is it? It is The Rock and. <laughs> What's his name? Ryan. What's his name? I love The Rock. <laughs> Ryan, Ren- Ryan Reynolds. Kay. It's The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. And it's a white collar. Yeah. Like crime, oh, yeah. steal the Mona Lisa type Oh, movie. I I'm love like, those. Bring it. it. I love them. It looks so They're good. They're so fun. You know, something happened to me when I had kids. And like, I cannot watch dark, difficult things anymore. Oh, no, I, she's not kidding. She talks like she's an Outlander fan. <laughs> but like when I introduced her to Outlander, okay, she watched season it. Season one is dark. She watched it. She curled up in the fetal position and cried for three years <laughs> and then came back to No, it. it's true. <laughs> like, it's It damaged true. me. No. And then she finally, then I'm like, could you just read the books? Could I just welcome you back with the books, please? So. Yeah. Watch Outlander on VidAngel, ladies. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. There's a lot in there that does not need to be in there. And there's a lot in there that's not in the book, frankly. 
It's not in the books. Yeah. It, that's just your typical stars. Yeah. And I know I find it yeah. in poor taste. I don't enjoy I don't enjoy like human torture. I don't enjoy I don't enjoy watching difficult things. And you know why? If we're talking entertainment, the mm-hmm. world is hard enough. Life is hard <laughs> enough. Okay. I've got exactly. my own stuff going on. Um, Stu was watching. Yeah. What's that movie with Morgan Freeman and Ben Affleck and like a nuclear bomb goes off in Boston? What? What is this? End of days. I'm I, making I'm, it up. I'm, anyway, I'm an old it's lady. A, it's I mean, an older I just movie that I watch. And then, I watch like okay. 15 minutes of. I'm like, honestly, for somebody who like a country that kind of always lives in fear, like who knows what really what's yeah. going to happen? Do you think I want to watch yeah, a yeah. movie like this? No. Now, will you watch sensational things like World War Z? No. Have you seen that? I don't want to be stressed. I don't want to be stressed. That's not entertaining to me. We'll give you a heart attack. Yeah. That is like a zombie Brad Pitt zombie apocalypse movie. No. I don't need anything like that. Let me tell you what I will watch. (laughs) Okay. Two things I've been enjoying immensely lately. Hmm. One of them is 30 Rock. Alec Baldwin and Tina Fey. Some good old old school sarcastic. It's stuff that they couldn't say anymore. Mm -hmm. It's so prophetic now looking back. 12, 13 years later to where we are now. It's just so good. And one of the mm-hmm. things I love about it is that Tina Fey is kind of this fe- this feminist sort of liberal character. And Alec Baldwin is this like real conservative, like big business Republican. And they're great friends. And the beauty of how they mm-hmm. like mesh this together, it just works. It's funny. It's lighthearted. And I love it. I watched it years ago and I've been rewatching it again. And I realized, like, this is why you love it that much more. So funny. And then this might surprise some people. Okay. Whether you're into hunting or not, y'all need to watch Meat Eater. <laughs> it is so. I'm going to write that down. I can't believe you haven't watched it. You can watch it with your kids. No. I mean, there's the occasional I, word. If I t- okay. shared with you what I've been watching, you would probably divorce me. Probably. Okay. No, I am. Um, okay. <laughs> so Meat Eater is follows Steve Rinella, who's a, you know, guy from Michigan, grew up hunting. And him and his buddies started okay. this. And he's an incredible businessman and really an incredible mm. writer, which is what he's actually trained to do. Um, but there's it's just the outdoors, it's food, it's hunting, it's camaraderie, it's challenge, you know, like to watch people and you watch how much they labor for something. And then most of the time they don't get it. <laughs> like I just identify with that so deeply. <laughs> um anyway, super entertaining, very fun to watch. So I've been punishing a lot of okay. eater lately. <laughs> Alrighty. We would like to thank American Blossom Linens for not only being our favorite linen company in the entire world, but also for sponsoring season eight, Make Your Bed of Homemaker Chic Podcast. AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Use coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 to get 20% off of your new bed linens. As we head into fall, as we redress our beds, and as we celebrate this theme of making your bed even more beautiful, we want you to do so with American Blossom Linens. Whether you're looking for beautiful, modern vintage sheets to dress your bed, or a new duvet cover, or a new pillowcase, this is where you need to grow. This is the only 100% American-owned linen company in the entire United States. This is a family-owned company that's over 100 years old, sourcing the most beautiful Texas-grown cotton and weaving them into sheets that are made to last a lifetime. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com, use coupon code HOMEMAKERSHEAT20 for 20% off of your new bedding. We get asked a lot how we care for our skin and what kind of makeup we use. And the answer is simple. We use Tubes & Co. I want you to visit tubesandco.com and use the coupon code HOMEMAKER. This is your one-stop shop for all things natural and organic. From face washings, you have to check out the charcoal bar, to glow serums, which is probably the most beautiful thing I've ever put on my face. Emily has created all kinds of wonderful products for you to utilize on your skin. So whether you're looking for a new foundation, a natural mascara, cruelty-free and additive-free lipsticks or blushes or eyeshadows, Tubes & Co. has what you need. 
visit tubesandco.com. Make sure you also try the frankincense tallow balm while you're there and stock your bathroom and makeup case with pure, beautiful products from Tubes and Co. That's tubesandco.com, coupon code HOMEMAKER. We'd like to welcome House of Tokumen as a sponsor of the show. You can find them at hotrugs.net. If you are tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs that do not survive your lifestyle, then you need to dress your home in hand-woven rugs from House of Tokumen. Did you know these beautiful vintage handmade rugs are known to outlast their plastic counterparts by two decades all of the House of Tokumen rugs are heirloom quality and made from the finest cottons and sheep's wool. Buy directly from their website and always enjoy free shipping in the continental U.S. or enjoy custom sourcing from a one-on-one buying experience. You are guaranteed a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, machine-made copies, or replicas. Shay and I love our rugs from House of Tokumen. We know that you will too. Visit House of Tokumen at hotrugs.net. That's hotrugs.net and dress your home in beautiful rugs. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com if you are craving design inspiration or looking to make your home as cozy and inviting as it can be this upcoming holiday season. That's oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com because Homemaker Chic listeners, I am inviting you to join my Old World Design Society. Start your subscription today with the brand new Harvest Holiday Edition now on sale. The Society is a place for individuals who cherish the elements and traditions of a bygone era. And as a subscriber, you will enjoy a quarterly, full-color magazine with no ads, access to the private design forum, and three old-world-inspired interior design classes taught by me. In the current magazine, we're visiting Stamford, England, looking at Italian Christmas traditions, ideas for your holiday tables, and a feature home of a collector extraordinaire that will blow your mind. So visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com to get your Harvest Holiday Edition print or digital shipped worldwide and access to all the perks of being a society member. Alrighty. Um, I think we are both watching <laughs> the current season of the Great British oh, of course. Baking Show. It's the best. Of course. Can't wait till tomorrow. I wish they would have a show that was structured the same, that had the same aroma as the Great British mm-hmm. Baking Show with cooking. Like I do get tired because all the cooking shows are really aggressive. Oh, do you think I want to watch Sensational? And it's like the dramatic lighting. Like I'm not interested. Yeah, no, it's a black. Yeah, no. Yeah, it would be just really cool to see like ten charming kitchens set up and people just chopping bacon and herbs and onions and doing what they can do. You know. Yeah, that would be really Mm -hmm. cool. Um, For anybody who has Hulu. Jamie Oliver's catalog is on Hulu and like nothing makes me happier. Nothing. That's how I learned to cook. I watched Jamie Oliver. Um, Mm -hmm. That was it. I remember his old Jamie old like forever with the brick wall. Do you have like a brick wall? Well, there was one he did in an apartment. Um, It was called something chef. The The naked naked chef. chef. So yeah. he was like that's when I started first watching bachelor. Him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then there was Jamie. I love that. And anyway, he's just such a fabulous. But it's not like a competition or anything like that, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think. But that's true. Don't you think sometimes, uh, sometimes like what people watch really depends on when they watch it. Like. We watch television for probably. 30 minutes. A day. And it's like mm-hmm. when Stu and I get into bed, we'll curl okay. up, we'll watch something together, and then we go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You cannot, you can't handle chopped at nine o'clock at night when you're tired. You can't handle the drama. Yeah, no, like we do the British Baking Show um, in the basement. We have like this screen that we hook up the laptop to, mm-hmm. and we watch it like with the kids. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Okay, what have you been watching? What are you so ashamed of, Angela? This is a real. This would be like a really big confession. Oh, okay. Well, do you want to do it? Because there's mucho people listening. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> you did show your naked face on a camera on Monday, so might be bearing. Too I have much. been watching my unorthodox life. I watched my unorthodox life. I'm 
I oh uh, okay. Yep. I was like, I want to know what this is all about. I want to know what is up with this woman. And I had like a barf bag next to me like the whole time because that would be required. Yeah. I think the first and episode that this is the naked people episode, like they're nudists. I think I watched about three minutes and I was like, okay, I don't think that this is. No. No. I don't For think some so. Re- no, yeah. no. This is about what? What's my. Okay. What are you talking about? No, uh, what maybe, are you talking about? Because maybe I missed that. Episode. I thought this was like pe- people who lived in odd ways. No, no, no. Okay, no. this okay. is really. I find it interesting. Like, I can just, I can just filter out. There's a lot of stuff I don't agree with. There's a lot of stuff where I'm like, wow, that is so tacky. I can't even process that. Okay, okay. This is about a woman raised, or so she says. Like, I'm still like, I think I'm taking everything with a giant chunk of sea salt. Okay. okay? She says she's raised in a orth- in an Orthodox uh, Jewish community, and like she escaped. Okay, to live like her best sexual freedom self, and just like be a businesswoman. <laughs> she, yeah, right. It just really kind of makes my stomach turn. But it's fascinating. I've, I'm finding it fascinating. Uh, she she's like the head of elite modeling agency, like La Perla bras and panties. You know the, the La Perla, like the top uh, underwear. Okay. And I don't know how she did it, but she designed this shoe line. I don't know if she married up. I don't know what she did, but she is like at like very high in the fashion world now. Like in seven years, like seven years ago, she was a housewife in Muncie. There's nothing wrong with that. But she felt very like oppressed. She always uses the word oppressed and blah, blah, blah. And now her boobs are out in every episode and She's trying to get her kids to be more self-expressive. It's like we're kind of pretty gross, but it's like watching a train wreck and I can't stop. (laughs) So I did. I watched the whole first season and I actually really like her daughter. I think her daughter has about a thousand times more class than than she does. And um, she's got a really good Mm. fashion. I like her daughter's fashion sense a lot. So I think maybe that's what's intriguing. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I started following her on Instagram just to see what she's wearing and but really interesting. Okay. I'm just like her, this woman and I, like, maybe I like, I do like business, but like, we couldn't be more opposites. And I think I find myself like, like my mouth's just hanging open while I watch yeah. it. That's fascinating. It's interesting. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think we tend to just be fascinated with other people's real stories. I don't usually do that. Like, I'm not like a, ooh, the latest. Yeah. I've, I clicked it one night. And I said to myself, I can't believe you're going to watch this. <laughs> yeah, let me give it a chance. <laughs> Confession. It's not meat eater, ladies. Yeah. It's not meat eater. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a savage. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Oh, that's it's fun. so, um, you know, it's there's nothing eternal. There's nothing eternally minded going on in this show. This is all about like how good can you look? How much money can you make? Mm-hmm. How high can you get to the how fast can you get to the top? Mm-hmm. And so it does, it does feel like watching a train wreck. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, her youngest son is very orthodox. And I have really a lot of respect for him. She puts a lot of pressure on him to come around. He's like 13. Mm. He, oh, that's interesting. I have a lot of respect for him. He holds his ground. At yeah. 13, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Speaking of holding ground, what my, this is what my okay. husband reads for entertainment. Oh, brother. <laughs> he reads like the Book of the Martyrs or such. You know, he reads some like Bavink. There's the Bavink uh, biography next to me, uh, who was a Dutch reformer. Mm-hmm. So I'm making dinner the other day, and Stu's reading in the chair in the kitchen, and he starts reading aloud <laughs> the, uh, the story of some of these martyrs. Okay? okay. Now, I told you, I can't handle things. I, my emotional sense. The martyr stories are. It's like a hair. It's like a hair trigger. Okay. Like mm-hmm. breath of wind comes in that direction and my tears just flow and I cannot help it. So you could. Yeah. yeah I can almost not even say the word martyr. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's reading aloud because the kids were there. And so he was like, just so you know. Just so there you know. There are people. Lest we forget. Lest we forget. Right? And yeah. he tells this story of a woman. I wish I could remember her name because she's a very famous martyr. Ugh, I can't think of it, though. That makes me really crazy when I can't when I do that. It talks about how she was 
held captive and she was basically beaten beyond recognition. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it the the captors ran out of energy. They literally said there's nothing else we can do to this woman. And we're tired. Like we're literally, we are fatigued from torturing her. Gross. Yeah. And the only thing she would say, she wouldn't say what her name was, where she was from. That all came out afterwards. The only thing she would say is I am a Christian. And they wanted her to <sighs> denounce that, you know, mm-hmm. and she wouldn't. That's what she would say. I am a Christian. And of course she is killed. Um, but it's like, to me, like if you're going to, if you're going to sink like your emotional, uh, energy into something, right. You only have so much that you can spend. Mm -hmm. It might not, we shouldn't read it necessarily as entertainment, but Mm -hmm. fascinating to read and so helpful, (laughs) so helpful when you, when you're feeling things or when you're looking around and, oh, my life is hard and I don't discredit anybody's struggles because it is life is hard. Right. And right. just because your kid won't eat their peas, that's still a hard thing to have to deal with, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm going to send you this. There was a quote that I pulled from it that I sent to a friend of mine. OK, what is it? Western. Western heroes, Eastern heretics, martyrs in the something. This was the book Stuart was reading from. Okay, so this is talking about a different martyr. His body was a witness to his torment. It was all one wound, mangled and shorn of human shape. But Christ, suffering in that body, vanquished the adversary and showed that there is nothing to fear where the Father's love is and nothing to wound where Christ's glory is. Isn't that amazing? So Stu gets to that mm-hmm. line. I'm making dinner, you know? Yeah, you're sobbing am- into the baking grease, <laughs> right? Sheesh. <laughs> I forget it. I can't take it. It's so rich and so beautiful. And so, you know, while I think there's definitely a place for things like Schitt's Creek, which is hilarious, like it is, it's funny, Um, or 30 Rock even, you know, uh, just like you temper it with that so that you have, like you said, you can filter a lot, but you got to know what those things are to filter. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you can watch yeah, my yeah. orthodox life and say there's nothing eternal minded. Well, why would that matter? Right? Mm-hmm. You have to have the context right. for that or I think it can be poison. It can right. also be something you learn from, but you have to have that like parameter in place. Mhm. Sorry, that was long-winded. No, no, it's it's true because what we take in um does matter. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I I do struggle with saying like everything in balance because like some stuff is just like sheer garbage. Like there's not really room that that doesn't make it to the scale, yeah. to the balance yeah. scale, you know. Um, but but like, you know, we've hint- touched on a couple things like who you're who you're watching with and like when you don't you're not watching 30 Rack every night. You're like, OK, we're in kind of a like an ornery mood. We want to laugh mm-hmm. like we'll watch 30 Rack. You're not like been, you're not watching that every night. Um, you're not watching something like spies and guns and stuff. Every you know, yeah. there's like chunks of time when you're taking in certain uh, entertainment, and like you s- were saying about like where are you to yeah. even be able to process that? Yeah, and just be, um, be careful of that because I ugh, this may like I, I guess this could sound self righteous. I wouldn't want just anybody watching my own orthodox life. It is garbage. Like it is. <laughs> it left me. Like, I watch it, like, I'm sad for this mom. Like, I understand you wanted to be a businesswoman. I wonder. I understand you wanted to, like, express yourself and stretch your muscles. But, like, you're, like, literally encouraging your kids, your children to sin. Like, you want them to mm-hmm. in the name of self-expression. It made me really sad. I think that's, I mean, that's, I think that's pretty typical of the norm, you know? Like, I guess, and yeah. then I find, then I'm watching it and I'm like, are you completely naive? You must be completely naive <laughs> as to what is acceptable. And uh, yeah. like, you're watching this going, this is so unbelievably tacky. Yeah. Like, this is gauche. Yeah. Really as long as you can, as long as you can, you know, watch it with that filter. But, um, you know, VidAngel is a really good way, ladies. 
if you want to take certain things in, but don't want to take certain things in, you know, it's excellent. A lot of people haven't heard. Yeah, it it is. It's a really great way to watch certain things. And, you know, Stu and I are very we tend to err like on the pretty far side of caution on this just because it's such a it's such a uh, how do I go into this without going into this Uh, things, sexual things, things with nudity. You know, that that is a we talk about staying out of ditches all the time on this podcast. Mm-hmm. That is a ditch mm-hmm. nobody needs to fall in. Like, stay out of right. that ditch. We live in such a hyper-sexualized culture. And so, yeah. you know, VidAngel does take a lot of those things out so that you can enjoy certain things without all of that coming in as well. Yeah. I, and like, I don't really mind some swearing. I swear. I do not want to hear the Lord's name taken yeah. in vain. I just don't. It makes my stomach lurch. Yeah. Like, I just don't. And so you can just boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Um, it can get a little tedious, though, if it angels, so be ready. Like, sometimes, <laughs> have you ever done it where, like, if, say, like, a woman is in a nightgown, she's clothed, but, like, her cleavage is showing. And so, literally, they're meticulous. Every time the camera cuts to her, you'll have to check the women's cleavage showing at the top of a nightgown mm-hmm. box. Like, do so it does take a few minutes if you need to go through and tick the boxes. And you don't want to do it with your child sitting right there because then they get to see everything you're taking <laughs> off. You kind of want to like get the program set up. VidAngel's Friends is available for um, at Netflix and Amazon, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. If, you wa- if you're going to watch something on Netflix or Amazon, yeah. you can use VidAngel's. So you start with VidAngel's, then you go to either of those accounts, log in, you come back to VidAngel's and you clip through the filters. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, entertainment is one of those things that I think you really do just kind of need to stay between the ditches. I mean, entertainment is part of things. It's how we it's how we are entertained, whether that is going Mm -hmm. to concerts or whether that's listening to, you know, live music or or watching a movie or listening to. I don't know. I was going to say music, but I already said that. (laughs) Yeah, was the rules. Well, and I think, too. You know, we have a, a lot of our we have a lot of a heavily Christian audience. Um, not everybody that listens to the show, but a lot. And I know there's a lot of varying yeah. um, opinions on what you consider entertainment yeah. and what's appropriate. And you know, a lot of people. Some people are very, very strict. Like it has to be like a Hallmark Channel Christian story. See, I would almost argue those or are just I'm, as bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with like if there's a redemptive quality and the person starts at point A and ends at point B or E. Yeah, I'm thinking out. I'm not expecting Hollywood to make Christian exactly, and I'm okay? kind of I'm just not thinking out loud here. But I think yeah. about the, this king. I never watched King of the Hill, but there is a really great clip from it that we quote all the time in our house. It's when Bobby mm-hmm. joins um, a Christian band. He becomes like a Christian. Is that like an old cartoon? Yeah, it's Is like an, an old, old like adult cartoon. Okay. So the su- the young son joins okay. this Christian band, but it's like a Christian rock and roll band. Mm-hmm. And the dad says, okay. can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. <laughs> like, that's what I think of because we can't be looking to our entertainment to be... Right. What our what our spiritual foundation should be. Or, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't yeah. look to Hollywood movies for the gospel, right? Like I go to church no. for the gospel. <laughs> I go to scripture for the gospel, right. and so right. I'm not here for that. That's not what you need to give me in this. You know, I don't. I don't need mm-hmm. that from you. I think the same thing about music. I get asked actually a lot about music, like what music we listen to. If we listen to like non Christian music. Um, and this may, may be controversial, but I actually don't really listen to any Christian music, mostly because like most of it's really, most of it's most really, of it's really, really bad. bad. <laughs> okay, I don't. And here's here. Okay, yeah. hang with me. I don't like. This is why I don't like a lot of movies. I I tend to not like rom coms. I don't like. I don't like a lot of things because I don't like being emotionally manipulated. Hmm. And a lot of music, Christian music, and other music, like. It's emotionally manipulating you. It's saying mm-hmm. you're about ready to feel it. I'm like, don't tell me what I'm going to feel. <laughs> <laughs> I will be what I want. <laughs> but like, why do we listen to like Pink Floyd? Well, because they're actually amazing musicians. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
it's not like three power chords and some harmonies. Like they're musicians. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is so. It true. is. Um, I was. It is. I don't. I don't yep. need to just listen to Chris. Chris non Christians can make excellent music. <laughs> you know, amazing music. Like look at somebody like like Led Zeppelin or um, mm-hmm. you know Ray LaMontagne, like Ryan Adams. Mm-hmm. Not probably the greatest people. But that's not why I'm listening to them, right? I'm listening right. to them for their music. Let's talk about music. Uh, the music that we enjoy. Are you listening to anything new right now? No. Nope. I just listen to the same thing <laughs> over and over again. No, it's not crap. I just, I like old music. Yes. I don't, I, I, I hear stuff on the radio. I'm like, that's it. You like get out the walker. <laughs> The mucilix or whatever I need to keep my bowels moving and my walker because it's over. I don't know what this is. I don't know where I lost con. I don't well, know. Well, it's where when they the stopped connecting instruments. <laughs> <laughs> when they just went to that like <laughs> that like thing they do with their yeah yeah. Uh, no, I just I do. I listen to like old music. I listen to um, Sydney Bechet yes. and jazz and like I listen to old music. Louis like Armstrong, Ella Fitzgerald, Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah, I, I do. I listen to a lot of like J- uh, Julie London and and old yep. stuff. I like yep. it. I listen to a lot of the same. Uh, you know, as some as a vocalist, I like that music because the vocalist is the key instrument. You know, unless you know, obviously Louis Armstrong is going to have yeah. do what he does, but it's not like today's where it's just like this. Everything's kind of equal. Yep. Like the voice, it doesn't matter. It's just another technically manipulated thing. Yeah. Back then, you had the singer up front. She was dressed nice. Thank you. <laughs> And the band was behind her and like she led and her voice was the star unless she turned around and said, and now it's your moment. Everyone listen to him. And that is the kind of music I like. I like music with instruments mostly, like real instruments. Mm -hmm. And there's so many great types, whether it's, you know, like I love blues. I love listening to the blues. I tell you what, like I discovered this Dave Gross over the last year. Like I love him. I love, I just love it. I do. I really, I really am um, in this like old music slash jazz phase, yeah. and I'm fine with that. Yep. We went I to don't, our. I'm not tiring. Of our it. local winery, and I listen to a ton of classical. Oh music, yeah, so like Bach yeah. on cello. Do listen to Yo Yo Ma's cello album where he does Bach. That's good stuff. Uh, we went to our winery up the the road a couple of days ago, and he was playing the Dean mm-hmm. Martin station. And I'm sitting there mm-hmm. in the wine, and it's just like 60 and sunny, and it's Saturday. She's like, give me a cigar I was just like, some whiskey. This right. is the music that's playing every time I pour a glass of wine. <laughs> like, this right. is the music that's constantly living in my head. You know, it is. Well, that's just it. The songs live in my head. Yeah. They're like the soundtrack of yes. my life. So yes. I like to hear yep. them. Mm-hmm. That's different than workout. When I work out, I do listen to like classic rock because it is just like, enjoyable to me i love it and it makes mm. me want to do it or like mumford and sons for some reason <laughs> speaking of three power I chords i never liked them <laughs> uh, yeah right i was like speaking i'm not of saying i'm consistent chords. in my beliefs <laughs> but um i grew up with a lot of like old stuff that i'm i'm definitely now reverting to more and more like like mm. simon and, did you grow up listening to simon and garfunkel uh, I can see the album in my head yeah. in our basement as a okay. child, but I don't think I would know a song if I heard one. If you said that Simon and Garfunkel, I would go, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. But no. Right. Um, I love Simon and Garfunkel. My parents, like we were like country, so like Kenny Rogers and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the lady? Crystal Gale with the long hair, Kenny Rogers, okay. Dolly Parton, all the old, old. country. Yeah. Now I love me some Waylon. Waylon. Yes. Or Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah. um, of course. Yeah, you know, all given. kinds of like. Yeah. I would think in general, we rely in our house a lot more on music for entertainment than yes, any kind of television we, or movies. Um, yeah. I mean, the, like you said, the the screen, like you're like 820 to 850. <laughs> Until your eyes are crossing. to 910. That's it. Like, that's it. <laughs> yep. Stay awake long enough to see Steve Rinella get the mountain goat. And then you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will tell you a new singer that I'm really enjoying as of late. Mm-hmm. 
Not saying all his songs are perfect, so don't email me, okay? There's some that I do not. Don't email us on any of this. <laughs> like, don't even bother. <laughs> I don't want to hear that I shouldn't be watching my own Orthodox life. I already know that. Thank you so much. <laughs> there are some that I don't play in front of my children, let's just say. But Anderson East, he's kind of country, kind of blues. I think he's from Alabama. Oh, yeah. Uh, I sent you his yeah. stuff before. For some reason, yep. when I listen to his albums, I think because they are very just clean, the music, it's – sorry. What I mean by that is, like, his voice is up front. He's playing yes. an instrument. There's not – it's not mm-hmm. mumbly. Did you just have, like, a storm cloud just move in? <laughs> <laughs> just teasing you. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. it really it's gets my creative juices flowing for yes. some reason. So I put his music on when I'm doing like photography or when I'm photo editing or creating recipes. There's something about it that's mm-hmm. like jarring all this creativity. So Anderson mm-hmm. East is his name. I'm sure people are like, yeah, cool. we know. Shay. Thanks a lot. Okay. Uh, I know you have a doctor appointment. So here's how I want to close this out. When I listen to a podcast and the episode is over and I've binged all the other episodes, I'm super bummed. So if you would like to stay in this space with Shay and I, you need to follow the podcast on Instagram, Homemaker Chic Podcast. You need to follow Shay on Instagram, Shay Elliott, because she's always doing fun things on Instagram stories and beautiful photographs. Follow me at Parisian Farm Girl. And we each have YouTube channels where you can stay in this create beauty, art of homemaking space. So we want to invite you to do that. Shay, what's your latest video on YouTube? Today's Thursday. I don't know. A recent video that you enjoyed. Um, so we redid our <laughs> kitchen for autumn, which was really fun. Okay. And yes, I think that was last week's though. But yeah, we did mm-hmm. that recently. And oh, I know what it was. We raced out to the garden to try to get everything out before the frost. <laughs> Okay. So fair enough. Always many happenings going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was yours? Um, I did one. Uh, I did one a week or so ago. Our new living room. Okay. Brand new paint color. So lots of design fun there. And then I did one uh, right after that. Uh, Ten ways that I stay organized and sane mm. in air quotes. So if you'd like to stay in this space with Shay and I and you've binged all the Homemaker Chic episodes, of course, listen to them again. Support our sponsors. You can do that by visiting homemakerchicpodcast.com. And stay in this in this world with us um, over on YouTube and Instagram as well. We'd love to see you over mm-hmm. there. Okay. Sound yes, good? Yes, that's it. I'm going to go put some music on, Alrighty. pour some wine, and make dinner as it goes. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, ladies. Thanks for joining us. And uh, do tag us actually over on Instagram. Let us know what's entertaining to you because this is how we discover yes. new shows, new movies, new music. Oh, for what sure. is happening? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus, is that you? It's coming. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Here okay. we go. We'll see you guys we'll on see Monday. You later. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>